0: plow welcome to the show welcome to today what is today well it's moving day and we're moving the microphones as loud as we possibly can wow no i'm just kidding it's monday and uh thank you for being here this of course is called welcome to our podcast it's a podcast that with stars me comedian rags the richest story mike falzone in los angeles small town boy in the city and uh Beautiful wife, world-class stylist Zoya Falzone What is a hairdresser and a comedian Moved to the city And then what? And then what? Takes place on the podcast And that's it And that's the advertisement for this podcast It's not about anything Just two people who love each other very much Who happen to have a nice back and forth Happening in the city
1: Do I get the, the, the fourth? What? You said back and forth, so do well, I get it? Well, that's yeah. us. do I get both. I feel both, like I can't hear myself.
0: You feel like you can't hear yourself? I
1: cannot. <clears throat> uh, I,
0: I had somebody... I was on another podcast with my friend Steve Fury, mm-hmm. where he told me scary stories about the Mexican cartel. Oof. And Steve has what I would refer to as a booming voice. So I lowered that a little bit. Thank you. And here we are. Um... Hi, Zoe. Hi. So nice to sit across from you. So nice to sit across from you, too. Today is Monday, and it is the start of what some might call your birthday week. A mm-hmm. little bit more than halfway through your birthday month. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard you talk about it once, so I'll be the person to bring it up. Zoe. Okay. Are you having a good birthday month? Does it feel like a birthday month, Zoya? Um,
1: <laughs> I'm having a good birthday month. Um, I it doesn't really feel like a birthday month because Why is that? <clears throat> now I'm too loud. Uh, because, how, how does that happen? I don't um, know how to do anything. That's okay. Uh, because there we go. That sounds good. Great. Because I have been working a lot. Same Z's. Um and. I feel like I've been working every day since um, since like Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. So and I haven't had much time to do anything. And then today, I decided that I was going to laminate my eyebrows.
0: What does that mean? That means you cover them in plastic and put them in a book so that their, the presentation of your report on your eyebrows no. is, looks professional. Can you tell me about it? Because now I'm looking at your face and I'm trying to figure it out.
1: So I permed my eyebrows so that they stay in a better shape and a nicer shape. And I think I overdid it. You permed your eyebrows?
0: <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> perm, what is perm short for? <laughs> perm? That's what it's. It sh- perm.
1: I don't know what perm is short for. I didn't know that it was an acronym. It just
0: sounds like a shorter word that doesn't tell me a lot of information, so I assumed that it was short for something.
1: I You know, like so if you're chill, you're chilling. People can perm their eyelashes to make them a little bit curlier. Mm-hmm. You can laminate your eyebrows. I did my eyebrows and now I feel like Oscar the Grouch. What is the what was it? So they <laughs> so my eyebrows kind of like grow like down and like into themselves. Uh So what you do is you put on the solution and you leave it on from anywhere to eight to 12 minutes. Uh Decided that I was going to do it for nine. Apparently that was too long.
0: (laughs) So if it goes on and then it comes off and your eyebrows aren't like what you're expecting, I wouldn't really call that a solution. Now would I? Would we? (coughs) Now would be a good time for one of these. So... (laughs) So
1: now I have to deal with this. I am going to get them like uh, waxed and touched up tomorrow.
0: Uh What's wrong? What's wrong with them?
1: They're just like too
0: straight now. Too straight. Yeah. What a goddamn what. um, It's like we're all in order to appear more attractive. It's like we're all running this American Ninja Warrior course with our face (laughs) and our bodies. And we jump through these hoops to do this and that. I wouldn't have noticed unless you said something to me. I would say maybe you look a little bit more...
1: Surprised. Like you
0: just jumped out of a plane than usual. Like maybe you would got here from a plane. (laughs) But I don't think it's bad. I think that you would have to try for a long time to make you specifically look bad my eyebrows look like your eyebrows do now your, all the time
1: your eyebrows see you have really nice eyebrows okay and my sisters have really nice eyebrows and i was always envious because mine are always like so thin mm-hmm. it's not because they don't grow but the, or it's not because they don't grow long because they do uh-huh. but they grow like the way they're shaped it just kind of like grows into like one little
0: thin, line. you know, what's really interesting? It's like, um, first of all, you thought I was gonna make fun of you for that. You I thought what? you I, totally were, but why would I do that? Because what do I have to fu- gain it's to a do funny that? thing? Um, I, I want to say that if you have, I mean, what am I, you try to do something uh, to your face and it didn't work out like you wanted it to. What am I gonna sit here and be like, fucking, look at your shit. what am I? I thought it would be 13?
1: funny, I would make fun of you,
0: like, bad wife. Yeah. But what I want to it's say funny. is regardless of what shape your eyebrows are in, like correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know that beauty standards horse shit, mm-hmm. Cause I look like this. But and my hair is parted in the middle. And uh like it always I've always been on top of the trends. <laughs> and that's the thing, they are trends, right? And some people's eyebrows are naturally thin, which is what everyone wanted fucking eight years ago. Yeah. And then some um switches got those thick ass brows. Mm-hmm. And now that's what everyone wants now. Same thing with your ass. Back in the 80s, everyone wanted a thin bass, Lance Bass. And they wanted the thigh gap. And they wanted the thigh gap. And now everyone wants to be touchy-chafing, thick girl Mm -hmm. or boy. No boys get credit for being thick. I've always just been called fat or chubby. Mm -hmm. I've never been sought after because I'm a thick boy. If you're a guy, you'd look one way. And that's how women like you or guys actually have this perception. That's more of a macho. Like we think all women want fucking like buff, angry dudes Mm -hmm. who will punch through tables, which is not the case, but because women are so secretive and they don't tell you what you want in a guy. You don't know that you could just fucking be yourself and have kind eyes and fall in love until you figure it out for yourself. And then maybe you're married for three or four, 10, 25 years and you ask your wife, why are you here? Why would you even be here with me? And it is because of you yourself. But you don't know that when you're chasing after people. So you build yourself up and you got all this testosterone and you act out all of your worst decisions that you've ever made on the way to hopefully what everybody wants, falling in love and being mm-hmm. partnered at some point. Mm-hmm. And everyone says that communication is the key. Just listen to the other person. And no one fucking does that. Yeah. No one listens to very basic advice, which is why people make so many mistakes on the way to figuring out if you even like yourself. And those are all the thoughts that I have this morning.
1: Anyway, your
0: eyebrows don't look bad.
1: Thank you for joining us. And this has been... That'd be so funny to end
0: it. Just right there. That's done. What art is. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we're going to go in hour, if not a little bit more or less, because an Mm -hmm. extended drive time podcast is what people come to expect. Mm-hmm. I know that I look forward to things at the beginning of the week that I'm like, I could just go in the shower and turn this on and have this shower and maybe another shower filled with somebody else's words. Yes. And that's real nice. Yeah. But um, it would be a very artistic thing to just say what you have to say and then Done. be out. See yeah. you next week. That's what we have to say.
1: <laughs> I like it.
0: Um, Are you, where are you feeling right now? What are you feeling where are you in your emotional state with your face right now?
1: Um, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with my face. I think I have a good face. Tight. Uh, I did laugh though as soon as I couldn't get them to like do whatever. I like got like a what they call a spoolie, and I was trying to like comb them into place, mm-hmm. and they just like slowly just started to like go right back up. And then I have a toothbrush in my makeup bag, an old toothbrush that I use for my eyebrows sometimes. And I used that and it maybe uh, worked a little bit better. But I'm, it it is what it is. I did it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll shampoo my face
0: a thousand times. To make it softer and smell like flowers. <laughs> I'll
1: wash my face and uh, hopefully that it... Um, Maybe stops that action of um you're not supposed to wet it for like 24 24. Why is it hours.
0: red around your eyebrows? It looks like you because dipped your eyebrows I in cooling.
1: Combing them up with the spoolie
0: and so it's just irritated. Yeah. Spoolie sounds like a toy that Nickelodeon would have put out in yeah. in like nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Come get your Gack and spoolies. I love Nickelodeon.
1: Nickelodeon's pretty good.
0: Um, okay. What else? I, I have so many other things to talk about. So tell me. Are you done with your face?
1: I'm done with my face.
0: Okay. How are you? You good? I'm good. You busy? Yes. Uh-huh. Same seas. Yeah. Um. Feels good to be productive? Yes. We, like we said last week, we're getting back into the having normal person stuff to do now that more of the world gets vaccinated and... Uh, more things open up and you venture out. And so it feels a little bit more normal. We're back in our schedules, which means we don't see each other ever. Mm. Um, yesterday we saw each other for a bit. Yeah. And I did this thing that I do once in a while where I try to turn on something on Netflix and see how long it keeps my attention.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yesterday I turned on the Blockbuster documentary about the last remaining Blockbuster and kind of about what happened to all the Blockbusters. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I really have to do this next part, but Blockbuster Video was a store Mm -hmm. nationwide Mm -hmm. that would have an obscene amount of VHS tapes that you can go rent to see a movie at your house. You didn't Mm -hmm. have to go to the theater. You could bring a tape home. Think about tape. You got it. On that tape was an audio track like you would have in a cassette tape that you mm-hmm. put in your car, you listen to music, and it would have video. Mm-hmm. You at home, uh, this is an assumption, had a VCR player. Yes. VCR, video cassette reader. That's just a guess, but a pretty good guess. It's, I think it's right. And you would pop this cassette tape, which is a box of ribbon, mm-hmm. into this thing, and you can hit play, and then a movie would play on your television, turning your shitty kitchen or living room into <laughs> your own personal movie theater. I did it, it... Had sh- it. had to be shitty kitchen. You know what I thought of immediately uh, when I pictured that what? is how everyone from our generation or younger at some point had a TV in the kitchen that was like four by three, mm-hmm. and it was a little box. It looked like two shoe boxes mm-hmm. put together, and the bottom was a combination like... VCR, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah,
1: VCR, or it had like the cassette tape too, yeah. because it was also a speaker.
0: Yeah. So many of mm. my friends had that in their yeah. shitty kitchens. We didn't. That was like a rich kid thing yeah, to yeah. have, but it was still. Looking back, it took up half your counter space. Yeah, yeah. And no one ever used it. No. Well, your mom sometimes,
1: used it. Like, yeah, to watch news when she was making dinner or whatever.
0: Yeah, to watch news or to watch fucking Gloria Child VHS it, tapes. Yeah. Or to, like, uh, watch her stories. Julia Child, not Gloria Ju- Child. Julia Whatever. Child is the, oh, hello, <laughs> right? Yeah, the cook. The cook. Any whooser. So uh, this documentary was about uh The mall going out, yeah. And the mall going out of business, and the last remaining one, which was Bend, in Oregon. Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Great. I didn't write that down because I didn't remember it. Great job, Sawyer. Thank you. Um, and I would love to go visit if that's anywhere close to Portland. It's far. They talked about the whole experience of going into a blockbuster, Mm -hmm. which really you forget about the, especially if you weren't of that generation, Mm -hmm. you forget you walk in and everything's kind of yellow and blue. And there's just like, it looks like a library, Mm -hmm. but a very welcoming library and rows of pretty much every movie that you could ever think of. Uh huh. And it was fun. Your parents or your friend's parents would decide that it was movie night. And then you would go to this place and they'd be like, uh, okay, That's, it'll be $5. You got three days with this movie. Please rewind it and bring it back so somebody yeah. else could watch it. Mm-hmm. And not only did they do that with movies, but they did that with Nintendo games, which had a very short lifespan because they mostly didn't work. Uh, Genesis games, PlayStation, Super Nintendo... Uh, and that was where, cause we didn't have a lot of money to buy video games. So most of my experience going in would be going in and renting a either wrestling VHS tape of something that I couldn't see because we couldn't afford pay-per-view or renting a Sega Genesis game for a couple days, playing it so much, figuring out I didn't like it most of the time and then bringing it back to the store, not having to waste instead of wasting $15 or $25 of my parents' money, I wasted $5. Right. It's a very economical way to be a kid is to rent toys. Very smart. Yeah. And I have a couple Blockbuster-specific memories, but I wanted to ask you if you had any. I was Mm going to talk about mine, and then I asked Twitter if they had any. Where's my phone? I don't don't know. know. I'm going to have to go find it.
1: Uh, Go find it. Um, And, yeah, I did have... uh, I have specific memories of my brother always begging to go get video games at Blockbuster. Because he had Nintendo, Super Nintendo. I think at some point he had a Sega Genesis, but I think I'm wrong. But yeah, he always had like, you know, the newest video games and this and that. And like kind of always... Please, Mom, please, please, please. And then I'd be like, Well, I want a movie, you know. But...
0: What kind of movies did you want? You're like, Mom, can we watch Rambo again? Basically. <laughs> can we watch uh, Bloodlust Can we Sex? watch uh,
1: Bloodsport Blood <laughs> uh, pl- again, please? What about Dragnet? <laughs>
0: Mom, can we get the Palumbo box set? <laughs> uh,
1: a lot of the time it was like... Um, you know, funny movies, whether it was...
0: It's um, Palumbo or Columbo. Columbo? Why am
1: I like... Palumbo is... A,
0: all of my memories that I have in my head are this much off.
1: They're just just slightly. Enough to get it. Enough to understand what I'm trying like, to say. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah, which is bad. That's the That's difference
0: right. between being a comedian and being my dad. <laughs> like, my dad, I don't think, could be a comedian because he has all these references, uh-huh. but they're this much uh-huh. off. And that's what I'm turning into. That's not nice. the worst thing. My dad used to bring me to Blockbuster all the time. I don't think I've ever been in that building with my mom. Because my mom, like we've said a thousand times on the show, mm-hmm. does not concern herself <laughs> with things that are essentially a waste of time. Right, right. Um, so your memory is begging for a tape while your brother rented games. Yeah. But did you ever have like you and your sisters and your mom movie nights? How often did you go? I
1: mean, I think, I think it was something that was like super affordable. I remember going to the one on Bridgeport Avenue all mm-hmm. the time is I think it's now a pet store.
0: All of them are now other things except for this one pretty much. All of them are pet codes. Um, dude, mine turned into a goddamn pet store too. And then turned into an urgent care. So they went from tapes and video games to fixing animals, animals to pet humans.
1: stores. Don't fix animals, but
0: yeah, they do. If your animal's hungry, you can go there and fix it. Sure.
1: <laughs> um, but I remember it like we would ro- watch the movie like 35 times and then yeah. waiting for it to like. I remember like interrupting the movie and that's like shh 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 shh, shh, shh. rewind it, rewind it. Yeah. And then you would try and like rewind it to the right spot and, and then you'd it wasn't never get back to the and right spot. Right. No, yeah, I know.
0: Too far and then you go uh-huh. forward. You go, we didn't see this part yet. Now you're yep. fucking it up. Yeah. And the flow of the movie is gone. Mm-hmm. And that's why so many people used to have bladder control problems in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Cause you gotta get that you gotta get all the U and out. Before the movie starts. Yeah. That's what credits are for. That's Mm -hmm. what coming attractions are for. Mm -hmm. Then you drink a bucket of soda. Yes. And you eat popcorn. And then you get all your peeves in and peeps out again. Yes. Man, was the movie theater a magical place. And we've been a year plus without it now. I remember I touched my first boob in a movie theater. We've talked about that before. Are you Mm -hmm. telling me I have something in my teeth or are you doing a teeth? No, I haven't. Okay, back to me, Kevin. <sighs> um, uh, such a beautiful place. I have, here are my specific memories. Mm-hmm. They're mostly video game related. Yes. There was a system that came out. I should have looked it up. Virtual Boy in the mid-90s. And it was a Nintendo thing that was so far ahead of its time. It was red and it came with a little kickstand tripod like this. And you put it on a desk and you have a controller you hold in your hand and you put your eyes into what looked like this viewfinder. It looked like a VR headset. Do you remember this at all? No. And there were, do you remember Game Boy? Mm -hmm. You remember how Game Boy was only like a green screen and then darker screen, darker green. See how everything's just a little bit off. Mm -hmm. So you'd put your eyes in there and it was black. Mm -hmm. And then everything that happened was red. So imagine a Game Boy display, but black and red instead of green and green. Okay. Green and darker green. Yeah. Green and hunter So we would, they had one of these set up, and I think the Game Boy, or Virtual Boy had like five games that came along with it. There was a Mario game, of course, or Wario, I think it was, Evil Mario, Mm -hmm. which I think the only difference is you turn his mustache the other way around, you put him in (laughs) different clothes. Yeah. I don't know if they were cousins or what. Um, Wario game and like Mario Tennis which was the most fun thing. Okay. It was incredibly dizzying because obviously no one gets that technology right? Especially not 1995 or 4 or whatever Mm-mm. the fuck it was. They still haven't gotten it right. And the most disgusting part of it is that every little kid with every little kid germ they yeah. have and they got from every little kid's school was going to Blockbuster and putting their eyes on this machine that they obviously never cleaned And would just play it uh, while their parents looked around for fucking ghost or dirty dancing or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck. So I remember I used to go and play and you could rent systems. Like if you didn't have a Virtual Boy, you didn't have a Super Nintendo, you could rent that for the weekend. And uh, so I would go play that. And that was a huge memory. The only place I ever saw that in real life was there because no one had it. Mm -hmm. And then it was gone. Yeah and then i remember that there were just i would go try out games and bring them home and realize that they were crap which was awesome because it was a cheap way like i said before to not waste your parents money and then i would find these gems mostly on sega genesis that i would rent over and over and over again yeah it's like when you're at the library in your school and you find the pop-up book about dinosaurs (laughs) and you rent that rent it rent it it out oh yeah every day yes and Forever. you look in the back of the card, the Dewey Decimal System uh-huh. card, and it's all just your name over mm-hmm. and over and over again, hoarding the book. Just buy it. So it was like some games, you spend five dollars instead of fifteen or twenty-five, you realize you don't like it, and you save some money. Mm-hmm. And then I would find a game like Road Rash, which was a game where you were on your micro uh mic- uh motorcycle and You were like an outlaw motorcycle racing game where you would find weapons Mm -hmm. and hit other people off their motorcycles (sighs) rented that thousands of times Skitchin, which was the same thing, but on rollerblades. Fucking awesome. And the other game I remember getting a thousand times was called general chaos. No one ever remembers what this is, but it was kind of like little kid risk where you have like I think I've even talked about this before I apologize if this is repeated information but we're on a theme today so it was like it was an army game and the, the settings were different army settings there would usually be like you know, a creek running down the middle of this, like, and you're looking at this board, right? Very cartoony. There are five army guys on this side, five army guys on this side. Mm-hmm. And you move one at a time. Like one guy is a flamethrower. One guy's your grenade guy. Right. One guy is your M16 guy. Uh-huh. And then there's like a medic and a rocket launcher guy. Okay. Maybe I'm leaving out one or two. And that's the type of game I would just rent over and over and over again. And then you got to think like, wouldn't it be better to just buy it at this point because you've spent forty five dollars playing a fifteen dollar game over the course of this month, and then obviously you would keep it way longer and you would accumulate these late fees. Mm -hmm. But I loved it so much. I can't. Sorry. And then we ended up buying at the beginning of quarantine. I had an impulse slash loneliness buy where I bought this arcade console. Mm -hmm which is just this giant arcade deck with two control panels that you plug into your TV. And that shit has general chaos on it. And I was just, I remember the day you were on the couch and I started flipping out and you couldn't care less, which is the correct reaction. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, what are you going to base that reaction on?
1: Yeah. We put that in a bag that had like, uh, what feels like fiberglass.
0: It was in a lighting case bag, And they have little LED lights and soft boxes, which are lined by fiberglass. Just threw one of them out today. And
1: um, couldn't get it out of our hands for far too long.
0: We went to Palm Springs at the beginning of quarantine. Mm -hmm. And we were like, let's bring this arcade thing to Palm Springs. And we'll plug it into the TV. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just sit with it on our lap and we'll play arcade games. And we'll get fucking room service. And we'll just have like a little mini vacation. So we put it in this lighting bag and then the controls got fiberglass all over them. And then my hands were just in pain in a pool for three days. So you never stop learning these lessons. (laughs) As an adult, if you have fiberglass on your hands, do something different. Um, You can put on
1: gloves though and take it out and clean it out.
0: At the pool, sipping a fucking...
1: No home. I'm gonna I'm gonna clean that out because that was actually a lot of fun.
0: That was a lot of fun. We, I think all we need is one of those like compressed air things, and we'll get all the schmutz off. Because you can't see it. You just play video games. You have a good time, and then your hands feel like they're bleeding.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, that is not part of the original experience. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to put it in a bag, and fuck me for doing that. Yeah. Also, I met Batman. This is another very clear. I'm sorry. Blockbuster. Memory is me meeting Batman at blockbuster at blockbuster, which Batman, what is his name? Uh, He's like... Nick Cage? No. Nick Cage? When did Nick Cage play Batman? That's not what I meant to say, but... I you know. You're I just mean. like me, dude. Yeah. You're like, that's an actor, yeah. right? Are you talking about Michael Keaton? Yeah. How do you fucking... I don't know. They're about <laughs> the same age. Remember, no. remember when Nick Cage played Beetlejuice, which would be... They're about the same age. Fascinating. Come on. Michael Keaton's my favorite Batman of all time. Okay. This was the dude... This was like 60s, 70s Batman. And the, his name escapes me. And Batman used to be like a zany um, television, like a cartoon, but live-action television show. And uh, what was this dude's fucking name? He's the mayor on Family Guy. Okay, I don't know what his name is, but <sighs> who played Batman? This is the this is the worst because this is now. This is turned into Adam West. So, Adam West came to our blockbuster and they took all of the movies and got this original, uh, maybe it was like the re release of one of the original Batman movies. It was just like a 50-year-old guy in a leotard punching other 50-year-old men. And then yeah. like bang, blam, would show up on the uh-huh. screen. And I'm sure my parents' generation loved it a lot. Yeah, I was a big fan of 1989 Batman, which actually revolutionized the VHS industry. Because that was like the first VHS that came out that was like an affordable VHS. Uh-huh. When VHS, those tapes that we were talking about first came out, learned this from the documentary, didn't remember this. Weren't they like? $100. They were $100 for a VHS tape because uh. the movie industry was like, okay, now you're not coming out and spending $7 to $8 on a movie ticket. You're renting this once and 12 people can come over to your house and watch a movie. So it would have to be $100 because we're losing money on this deal. Obviously, no one bought them, which is why Blockbusters and video stores would go out and get like three, four, five, ten copies of these movies and say, just come here and rent them. And there was a big lawsuit and the movie studios lost and Blockbuster won. Hence, Blockbuster opening up a Blockbuster was like printing money for like ten years. That's all from the documentary. Netflix. I watched half of it and I fell asleep. But I do... Plan on finishing it. Um. So, what they would do is they would put the box for the VHS out in front of the, you know, an empty box, and you bring that to the whatever, the desk, and then you. I'm boring myself because it's kind of a boring process. So many things you would have to do that you don't. I think most people understand the process. Of yeah, blockbuster. I don't know why. I'm just trying to keep everybody on the You're same. You're just page. like mansplaining. Literally, at this point. dude, the most <laughs> important part of being a comedian is being the funniest with the least amount of words. Uh-huh. There's too many words right now. Too fucking many words. Too many. So, so you know how they had the fucking boxes yeah, on the shelves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every one of Bring them was the replaced front. with this new Batman box, which was kind of a stunning thing to see. You know, you the go whole in, store. The whole store. What? For this thing. Okay. And then they had fucking Adam West in the corner. Uh Uh-huh. They had the original Batmobile parked out front. Okay. And there was a line down the block to get into this place. There was a line around the store to go meet Batman. And you would go in, Adam West, that's on your shit?
1: The... Doc Shopping
0: Center player. Okay. In Stratford, Connecticut. Strat city, 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 city. Rep one time. So we went in. And I remember, every, they must have made so much fucking money. Everyone rented the movie, and they met Batman. And then you go home, and you watch Batman do Batman things. And you say, that guy was just in Stratford, Connecticut.
1: Whoa, I just met that guy.
0: Yes. And then I went home, and I watched it. And it was like fucking four hours long, original snide cut. <laughs> and it was the most boring shit I had ever seen in my life. Imagine going from 1989 Batman Michael Keaton and and Jack Nicholson and then watching like holy rusted metal Batman like fucking like zany fucking bad cartoon Batman Mm. so that whole experience has stuck out for me in my entire life that was a very memorable blockbuster experience that's
1: a pretty cool blockbuster experience I remember asking for candy and being told no
0: asking for candy like could I have this
1: yeah, asking my mom she would buy it for me. Oh, I thought you meant no.
0: asking the employees of the store.
1: Imagine, can I have this? Although they always had those big like lollipops.
0: Big lollipops at They're, checkout. Yeah. And they had like movie style, like boxes of raisinettes. Mm-hmm. Where the box is this big, right? Mm-hmm. And then there would be a bag of raisinettes inside yeah, that's that this would just big. be a fucking yeah. regular bag of raisinettes, but they'd be like, This one has a box, so it's eight dollars. Yeah. Eat a dick. And that's price gouging. And that's uh, a lot of people um, were turned off because of that. Yeah. And then they would sell the popcorn that is like, it's a bucket, but the popcorn bag is at the bottom and you put the bucket in the microwave and then you would take out a bucket of whatever. But the buckets never fit in anyone's fucking microwave. So Mm -hmm. strike two. Eat a dick. My last... I had three main memories. So it was video game stuff, meeting bad Batman. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> um, whenever we had sleepovers, like on the weekends, we're teenage boys. And teenage boy mom or dad would bring us the Blockbuster mm-hmm. and be like, get whatever you want, guys. And then you sleep over, you stay up late and you watch these movies and then you get the fuck out of my house the next morning. Yeah. And I remember my friend... Chris, his mom was just like happy that we were there and was also like a very boys will be boys type person and didn't really care what we got, you know? A lot of parents in our parents' generation, if we're being TH, totally Mm -hmm. honest, didn't really care about explaining sexual things to us. That's why there's so many pieces of shit in my generation. Because we just had to figure it out. And we made a lot of mistakes. And then you, you know, you know, no one sits you down and teaches you the right way to do anything. So we would go to Blockbuster. Oh my God. And there was this movie called Barb Wire. A barbed wire, yeah. Barb. No. Like short for Barb. Barbara. You're wrong, but that's all right. I don't expect you to be right. Also, I will wear the belt for the rest of the time if I'm wrong. Barbed Wire, starring Pamela Anderson. Okay? Which was vaguely an action movie that came out somewhere along maybe 1997-ish. These are all guesses. And the first scene was just 20 minutes of her on a swing getting blasted by like a fucking fire hose or something like that. In a latex outfit. I don't remember... What was that face that you just said?
1: Nothing. No, no, no. Keep going. Say your face. It's Barb wire. 1996.
0: Huh. Sounds like somebody's memory is just a little (laughs) bit off. (laughs) But pretty good. So I remember the first 30 minutes is just like this beautiful woman getting blasted with water on a swing. Yeah. And we watched that. And I think his mom watched it with us and was just like, What are you boys doing? What? She was such a sweet southern lady. She said, Oh, you boys. Can you? Oh, no. I get it. She was like, I'm not going to explain sex to you at all. That's not my responsibility. So I'm going to let you watch this lady on swing and I'm going to watch her swing. Watch you watch this woman swing.
1: Swinging round and round and ta-
0: all around town. And that didn't teach us anything about sex, yeah. did it? Because that's not a part of sex.
1: Pam Anderson was a babe, though.
0: Pam Anderson was... There are some people who are just like on a different, from a different planet. It's like they're only hot people on Jupiter or something. Right. And once in a while they come down and they make all of our Earth money in movies and then they, they leave us, don't that's they? That's it. Um... But yeah, she was beautiful. One of my first crushes alongside Jennifer Love Haywitt and um, Kathy Ireland, who was in another movie that I rented called Unnecessary Roughness, which was a comedy football movie. Mm -hmm. And she played the kicker, the place kicker. Ooh, pretty girl on the football team. What? Let's protect her with all of our might. And she was on the soccer team. One day they saw her kick a soccer ball a country mile. And they were like, you got to be on the football team. And then she was in that movie. And uh, those are all of my, we went so much, Zoe. We went like two or three times a week. And in an ingenious move by the city planner or whoever the fuck, the blockbuster was next to Peter Pan pizza, which was terrible pizza.
1: Pizza in a movie, though.
0: Yes. Most perfect combination of Mm -hmm. things. It's like pizza, butter and jelly, dude. And we would go to Blockbuster, and we would get the movie, and then we would get the terrible pizza, and we'd bring them home, and we'd have a movie and a video game, and we'd have pizza. And that was Friday. That was like every Friday.
1: And then you had pizza leftovers for breakfast the next morning. Mm
0: -hmm. We weren't a big leftover pizza family. I mean, we weren't either. There was five of us. We were savages. Yeah, there was no leftovers. (laughs) No. Um... But those were my Blockbuster memories, dude. And you, I asked on our Twitter, which is at WelcomePod, which you can uh, always ask us questions 24-7 and we'll save them for the show. Or uh, we usually ask you guys to, oh, we almost have uh, 2,000 followers on that. Oh,
1: cool.
0: Nice. Very nice. Thank you so much for that. Got a couple of responses to this one that I put out this morning. And... Uh, I'd like to read them for you if that's all right. Is that all right? Do you have anything else to add to the Blockbuster conversation? Can I tell you another thing? Mm. Because I'm assuming that you don't have anything else to add. I'm going by the silence. Okay. I don't know if it was the manager of our Blockbuster. (laughs) Or an employee of the Blockbuster. Okay. But there was every day. Mm -hmm. A Hummer, parked outside. Humvee. A Humvee, and I'm not talking about like the one that came out in 2002 that you drive your kids to soccer practice in.
1: You're talking about like industrial. Up. I
0: stole this from the army. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I was like 12 when every when machines are awesome. Mm-hmm. I remember going to Blockbuster and thinking, why would anyone need that? And I was 12 years old.
1: My aunt had one, and she used to say, and she bought it once she started having kids. Tight. And she was like, if I'm ever going to get into an accident, I know that my kids and myself will always be safe in this thing.
0: Hummers don't, old Hummers, Mm -hmm. like this, don't get into accidents. Mm -mm. Old Hummers are around the vicinity of destroyed things. Yes. And maybe they're stopped to give a report at some point. But if you hit that with anything, Mm -hmm. With a rocket, it wouldn't do anything.
1: Yeah, I have no... I had. I was like, this thing is ridiculous. I remember when it would come down, and you'd hear, blah, 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 blah,
0: blah. It was too much. Yeah. It was, it was like driving a room yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to say this person's name, but there, there's Panda in it. Uh, we didn't have a blockbuster here, but we did have this. It's a speedy video. The most memorable thing would be seeing Ultraman <laughs> walking out of the store promoting his new film when I was a kid. Jaw dropped for days. So very generic kind of uh, video store. Once in a while, Ultraman, which was one of those, I think, like Japanese movies that just have like a cool superhero looking luchador guy. And it was like overdubbed for um, for American audiences like that Power Rangers show. I remember that. Courtney. Says, would you consider, oh, 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 this is just a regular question. Would you consider doing a live streamed comedy show for the folks not in L.A.? We would love it. Yes, have done a bunch over 2020, sporadically. Not the most fun things in the world, but was necessary for a while. And um, I plan on getting yatted up and going to uh, actually come to wherever you live instead of being on your computer. Yes. Um. You know what? Do you wanna is there anything you need to pause and say in the middle of the show?
1: Um or sponsor things? Uh no. no. Okay. everyone, I'm still waiting. Um if they don't get read this month, they will get read next month.
0: Tight. Steph says uh the fucking video game rentals. Fancy Steph. Thank you. This, for so you.
1: there was two video stores in Shelton, Connecticut. Okay.
0: <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about already.
1: And Video Seven is still open on Mean Street, if I'm not mistaken.
0: There is no way, and I've said this from the time that I was 16, 17 years old. No way, that's not a front for oh something terrible happening in the basement.
1: A hundred percent. But like, if you guys were to see what this actually looks like, you know that there might be little kids in the basement. I mean,
0: hopefully place. not. Maybe um, that there's a ball pit down there, but it's it's. I feel like every suburban town has one of those, like, it's a house, but it's been converted to like yeah, a deli.
1: It's got, um, it's got apartments upstairs.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if you guys could see this. We'll send Kevin, Kevin. Yeah.
0: We'll send Kevin a, uh, a picture of that, but it legit is a house when they paid up, they paid for a giant sign and movie posters to put in the front window. And it's a very small place where you go and you rent videos. And now it's like, that's almost like a, like a record store, like a relic type thing. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a cool thing to have. And I'm sure they have like a local clientele that has kept them open, I guess.
1: I mean, I know they had an adult section in the back.
0: Imagine having such a fucking small store and still having an adult section. Yeah. So important to make sure that people could still jerk off to half the stuff in your establishment. Oh, my God. In order to stay open. Uh, let's continue with some video store memes. Okay. Unless you had something else to uh-uh, say about uh-uh. videos. Uh-uh. And what was the other one? Blockbuster? hmm Yeah. And there's no comparing. Mm-hmm. There's like 20 video sevens in every Blockbuster. Blockbuster's thing was that they would, like a video seven, regardless of how on top of shit they thought they were, would get like one, two, or three copies of a new movie that came out, where Blockbuster would have... 20. All of them, yeah. Dev, uh longtime friend of the show, says, I rented Tomb Raider for PlayStation way too young and spent three days not being able to get past the first five minutes. Oh, that sucks. Understood. I've done that many, many times. Uh, I've never gone back. Fuck that tiger who kept killing me. Yeah, man. If you're familiar with Tomb Raider, which was a video game where a beautiful woman in short shorts and pointy boobs would swim and be in the jungle and shoot tigers in the face with a gun. Shooting tigers. Shooting tigers. Teresa, Han. Oh, that's my sister, yeah. Zoe's little sister.
1: My baby sister.
0: My sister-in-law said, I ran into Monica there once. You know Monica? And she told me about my surprise graduation slash 18th birthday party. Uh, So Monica is Coley's
1: wife. Yes. Monica. And.
0: I like how you said it's Coley's wife. Like that would be. Like that's the thing that's going to clear it up for everyone.
1: So Monica and Coley have been
0: like my high school. Like childhood friends forever. Coley is a famous rock and roll guitar musician. He also wrote the intro music for Welcome to Our Podcast. Yes he
1: did. And. (laughs) Yeah. We weren't going to tell her about her party. And Monica spilled the beans. And I remember calling Monica and she was
0: like, I'm so
1: sorry. Yeah. It was bad. It was a bad time.
0: Do you remember what Monica got from Blockbuster that day? Mm-mm. You think she would know? I bet she would know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not Mephisto. fisto. Me fest feast fish. Oh. This person. Yeah. Says, do either of you have any friends that the other person doesn't like? Not necessarily a blockbuster thing, but... No. No. Neither of us have a lot of friends now anyway. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In in general. No, But there was never a, like, don't fucking bring me around when that person's around.
1: I mean, there was that one now. I'm
0: just kidding. I mean, Um, I had a lot more annoying friends than you did.
1: I think that... You know, like, no, I don't think so.
0: Mm. That was always super weird when somebody was dating someone that didn't like their friends. And I don't really remember ever being in a situation where a girl that I was dating would be like, don't call me when Aaron's around or, you know, because I never really hung out with people who were rude to somebody they didn't know, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I don't also, know that... that's kind of
0: a red flag situation, either that you have shitty friends or you have shitty taste in people that you've put it into mm. or get put sometimes in.
1: Sometimes I think significant others of the friends, like let's say if I was going to go hang out with you and your friend and your friend's girlfriend, new girlfriend, uh-huh. sometimes that would get to be a lot. And I'd be like, dude. I can't hang out with his new girl. Like. Yeah.
0: I would straight up tell my friends though, listen, I don't like your new girlfriend, but I like that you're happy. Mm-hmm. So I'll see you in six months. Yes. Is what I would
1: say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nutritional Yeet mm. says, this is Blockbuster. They had an N64 set up with Pokemon Snap. So after you picked out a movie, uh, you could go play. This is like the Virtual Boy situation. Pokemon Snap, of course. I'm not going to explain that because we both...
1: Sick and tired of you. You Tired of my mouth.
0: Sorry so much. I hope there's one person listening to this that had no idea what Blockbuster was. And I opened their goddamn eyes. There might be. Probably not, though. Uh, They gave you a card that had your... Wait, they gave you a card that kept your saved data on it so you could always pick up where you left off. Truly the peak of humanity. That's such a cool fucking 90s trusting thing to do. No one would ever do that now because all the pieces of... It's not that the Blockbuster or the family video store is less good. Hang
1: on a second, though. It's that
0: years of getting shit stolen from them have hardened them to whatever. What were we going to say?
1: They had the technology for that.
0: Yeah, in N64, the controller, if you flip it over, had like a little memory pack area. Hmm. Most of that shit was filled with rumble packs, so you can feel some kind of haptic feedback. And anytime you would, you know, some games, like if you got punched or something, the rumble pack would Mm -hmm. rumble. Mm -hmm. Such like a, um, it's built into every controller now. Yeah. But such like a revolutionary, like when that shit first came out, that was like, whatever. Now it's like, if you don't feel feedback, physical feedback from what's happening in your video game yeah. shit, it means your controller is out of batteries. Bussing. But, um, that uh, there's so much shit from the nineties and the eighties from our childhood that you take for granted as just being a part of whatever, whatever now. Yeah. And if you think about the kind of shit that people complain about with video games, you're all entitled loser pieces of shit if things don't work exactly the way. Like this is a very like our parents thing to say. And we're climbing towards 40 years old. So now we're at the age where you could be like, man, we had such like basic shit, which wasn't basic compared to what our parents had. Right. And now you guys can you have everything and you complain. Yeah. And that'll be every generation. And you guys will yeah. do it as well. Yeah. Um, Starlight. Thank you for having your, an easily pronounceable name. Starlight underscore XO says, will you eventually release coffee mugs? Lady girl, we've been had coffee mugs. Got them. And uh, if they're out, maybe they'll come back at some point. Yep. But they're, they were being sold in a bundle with our coffee. Here's an update on the coffee. The coffee roaster in Studio City Sherman Oaks, Oaks. whatever, same on Ventura Boulevard, has received our stickers for the Malabar that they're going to put on the bags and then ship to DFTBA. They'll put them in the store and then you guys could get them. But that's where we are in the process. They just got the stickers like yesterday. Nice. Zoe went and bought a couple bags and they were warm. And you could smell it through the We talked about it
1: last Monday.
0: I'm just saying. I did it
1: it last Monday morning.
0: It's still a memory. Monday
1: morning. What
0: else? Somebody said uh, so that Matthew Gonzalez, who is Starlight's boyfriend, said, This is my girlfriend. She is pregnant, thus cannot drink coffee. Do not give her coffee mugs. I'm going to like both of these. Mm-hmm. So a little couple fight happening in the comment section. That's good. Oh. Casey Landerkin, which is one of my favorite fine artists on the face of the planet because she's very, very good. Go ahead and check her out. One time a guy threw a hot dog at me in a blockbuster. Like my god, comments like that earn a like.
1: Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Imagine getting a, a hot dog thrown at you and what the fuck is a hot dog doing
0: <laughs> In a blockbuster, though. If you were to guess what I commented back to her, what would you guess? It's two words.
1: (laughs) Did you pick it up and eat it?
0: I mean, I just said it was two Two words. words. And then you said a sentence. I was
1: like starting to. I get it. I don't know what you said.
0: I said, go on. (laughs) And she said I was like 10. I have no idea why he did it. It had both ketchup and mustard on it. Motherfucker. (laughs) What a motherfucker. (laughs) Dude, you're in Blockbuster. You're in this comforting place. You're surrounded by possible entertainment. (laughs) And video games. (laughs) You're holding your parents' hand and you're looking at the boxes. What is this movie about? You're reading synopses of shit you've never heard of before, <laughs> then you get hit with a hot dog. <laughs> You're
1: like, let's go home. I'm like, I'm envisioning like her dad took the last, the last movie, and now it's like
0: rented out until next week or yeah. whatever. And then somebody and then the hot dog on their way to rent that specific one
1: fred is pissed off so he throws it at his kid he's like take
0: that give me the movie or take that you think he has it in a bun and he takes it with two fingers out of the bun and throws it like a ninja star
1: oh my god i don't know does he
0: throw it with the bun i think he throws it with the bun you ever pie face somebody with a hot dog ketchup mustard can i do it yeah i would let that happen because that's so fucking funny that's just so funny. I guarantee. But I would like mush it. And I know so, what you would do. Yeah. You think I don't know that you would do that? All right. Well, as long as you're ready. Um, You, undoubtedly, there would be blood in that situation. Because mm-hmm. you don't know how to mm. do nice. Mm-mm. Do nice or not do nice.
1: No. I never, never do nice.
0: Last uh, Blockbuster related mm-hmm. thing. Damien Messner. Says, when I was younger, the only thing I wanted to rent from Blockbuster was Gumby, comma, no period. I guess. I just thought he looked cool as shit, comma, no period. We were in there every week, and I would ask to rent one of the VHS's, comma, no period, but not necessary with the comma. Sadly, it never unnecessary, comma, And I heard Gumby died shortly after. What? Speaking of just so many words.
1: Too many.
0: All words. I
1: got lost after Kamino period too. Apparently
0: he went and he always asked for Gumby Mm -hmm. to rent one of the Gumby tapes. Mm -hmm. And he was never let, despite it being a kid show, he was never allowed to rent Gumby. And then my response to this was, I'm so interested to hear who you think Gumby is. Yeah. (laughs) Because a claymation cartoon can't die. If there's one thing I know about claymation, which isn't much, is that it takes a long time to do, and they don't die. So interested to hear the rest of that story. (laughs) And if there was one person I'd hit with a hot dog, it would be that kid's memory. (laughs) But, um... Fuck yeah. Thank you for um, sending me your Blockbuster memories. I had a great time thinking about Blockbuster. Everyone had a Blockbuster card as a point of pride. It's like the prerequisite to your license was having a Blockbuster card. Mm-hmm. A lot of the first piece of identification that a lot of the kids in my neighborhood had was mm-hmm. their, speaking of your eyebrows, laminated Blockbuster <laughs> card. Um, Zoe, is there anything specific you want us to talk about this week?
1: Uh. No, just just my
0: eyebrows You're for just a here. second. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but like always.
0: <laughs> Your eyebrows look like... Remember how in the year 2000, all of the whites, all the white men around would comb their hair forward and then gel the <laughs> front
1: up? The duck the the duckbill
0: haircut yeah that's what your that's what your I I saw a
1: picture of you like that once
0: oh there's so many there's so many I was probably listening to Third Eye Blind in the background in high school how's it gonna be Mm -hmm. I'd like to remind you guys that on the 20th which was Saturday Mm -hmm. first episode or first couple episodes of Final Space came out Mm -hmm. and you can now uh, you can catch up on seasons one and two on HBO Plus or whatever the fuck those things are called now. The streaming service on HBO, HBO Plus. Max Max. And um Final Space. They're gonna come out um I guess every Saturday on Final Space. Nice. On Final Space or On You know what I'm talking about. Adult Swim. Thank you. Sorry. I just need worst to, spokesman ever. Yeah. That's why I'm not on yeah, the yeah. podcast circuit right now. See there you go. That's why I'm not on the late show with Jimmy Letterman.
1: Everything Mike Felzone you can find on MikeFelzone.com. We still have uh,
0: some, Mike Falzone Plus.
1: We still have n- some notebooks and pens for sale and obviously we've got new coffee. So are you a coffee lover and want some coffee?
0: Are you pregnant and can't drink coffee? Go behind your boyfriend's back and order a bag of the Malabar on MikeFalzone.com. There's a put it in the plate. freezer, save it for nine months, and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've been seeing so many pregnants. What? Um that pregnants? Yeah. And they that they got they got hit up um, in the beginning of quarantine.
1: They got knocked up in the beginning of...
0: Yeah. Because what are you going to do, man? You're in the house. You're putting it in and you're, you know, peeing skin. in them or whatever. And then you have a kid. <laughs> yes. That's how it happens. That is how it happens. Yes. And, you know, it's... Uh, y- you. The world left us with very few other things to do. I'm so
1: glad that we didn't have any of that.
0: Well... <laughs> You know, I think back at, if you look at um, my photography Instagram, mm-hmm. which is Mike Faltography, spelled yes. like it sounds. I just put up a picture that I took at a park show, mm-hmm. which is, we do the show by the baseball fields and the bleachers. Mm-hmm. And we had a great turnout last time, last Friday, the heavy, heavy, low, low show. Mm-hmm. I take all the pictures for that if you want to look them up as well. Especially if you're in the area, come down, it's a Friday night. Activity. There are chicks there if that interests anyone. And there to the right of the stage, <laughs> which is dirty cement, there are basketball courts. Yes. The city of Los Angeles, for I guess an understandable reason, at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. removed all of the hoops from every backboard in Los Angeles, which was just depressing as fuck. And there would be this guy who would show up every couple weeks with his own rim and net and screw it into the backboard and shoot around for a couple hours to work out. And I thought that was really inspiring and nice and kind of a punk rock against the grain thing to do. Also, do you remember early pandemic, season one of pandemic? Yes. Where... We would see these drone shots or these helicopter shots of bulldozers pushing tons of sand into skate parks to yeah. make sure kids didn't get out there and be outside and distance from each other and skate in these parks. When how do you know think?
1: How do you think they got that out?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I That's hope so they, you shitty. know. I hope it was the job of whoever pushed it in. 100 percent. With the bulldozer to go out and scoop it out with a beach shovel and pail. Yeah. Because like, I understand, I'm not coming down on the city or that guy who plays Gavin Newsom or whatever, but such a shitty demoralizing imagery to put on the news is there's this invisible disease that's killing people. And, um, don't go outside and to make sure you don't go outside, we're going to destroy all of the things that we put up to keep you guys out of trouble. Yeah. And then crime rises and you're like, what, how could this be? How could this be when we dump sand into the skate park? And, um, again, you do what you got to do because no one knew the severity of this stuff. But as people start to return more, I hope that they could do the things that they love we kind of against the grain did the things that we had to do and that we loved during the pandemic. And now towards the tail end of stuff are paying for it now. Just kidding. That's not where I was going with that conversation, I know. but I'm done with hearing me explain stuff as well.
1: You guys, Patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website. If you're a part of Patreon, you have full access to the discord and can ask questions on, uh, W T O P, um, and it goes to the app that Jesse Stillwell set up for us. And that's where it happens. Um, our $10 group gets a shout out. And uh, our 75 50 75 and $100 group can promote whatever they want when they send me an email.
0: Within uh, reason.
1: Our $10 group <laughs> uh, gets a shout out. And that goes a little something like this. Uh, Poop Sifter
0: Mike. Poop Sifter Mike. I didn't sift the poop.
1: Story Strathman. Desiree Watson. Allie. Billy Martinez. You know, fuck Ma- me for being an Mitra inquisitive Cam. Kid. And Taro Baez. With a, Justin Batdorf.
0: Imagination.
1: Iviana crossed <laughs> Mike up. No. <laughs> M. Somerville. In your short years, we come
0: long way. Dude, I saw a video of that band. That was just like from back when they were big. Alien Ant Farm,
1: <laughs> Chris Fernandez. Guy. Keep going.
0: No, I'm done. And now. this
1: guy, what? Burrow
0: babes. The lead singer grabs. Uh, so this guy runs up to the stage. Jacob Dent runs up to the stage. Come on, finish your. Stadium. You don't care because you keep Johnny Rizzino
1: handcrafted neckwear.
0: Also, definitely keep alternating between screaming and just saying stuff.
1: Uh. Uh, J. Reese Carnes <laughs> Steve 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 <laughs> Adam Pants After Socks Gabe Erdhart Please Take a Damn Shower Now Chili Filson Emily Padgett Still Stefan Giant Toms Hanks Toms Hanks um, Lizzie Love Gavin Walsh Crossed Up uh, someone tell Aaron. Yuck nasty. Emily Buck. Tomato squeezer. Jackie Hammond. Paige Jansen. Nice firm handshake. It's always. Is it Zoya's birthday yet? Not yet, bitches. Uh, Jamie Blair. Chris John. Jonah Jack Johnson. Christian. Happy birthday month, Zoya and Chris. Happy birthday, Chris.
0: <laughs> Chris, it's your birthday too. I think his
1: birthday's like. Today,
0: no one will ever know when his real birthday
1: is <laughs> from here on out. Uh, Anna Valles, uh, Oops Just Dale, it's her birthday today, too, or was her birthday yesterday. Her birthday's yeah, coming birthday. up. Happy birthday, Anna and Chris. Yes, Oops Just Dale, Jason Perriman, Benjamin Putts, Marcus orio Justin Crockett, oh, uh, oh. Matthew Creason. Um, uh, Lexi Parlier uh, Marquise Cruz Beth Bush Snuggle Pig H Shailen O'Meara Ryan Ashbrook Taylor Christina Camille Mills Nyquist Belinda Allen Josh Standen Josh Steppen Michael Johnson Sydney Trombetta Joseph Dilcox Kayla Johnson Johnston not Johnson uh, Ed Herrera Jules Ron, (laughs) Feth Faith Rebecca Borga uh, Grant Levisier, March Chadness Kendall Marie Joe Finney Heather Ashley What is Cat Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall uh, Katie Taylor Zoya's number one fan Shane Welch uh, Jacob Alvey Siobhan Fenty Evan Canute Good Humans Pod Milky Beans Antler Jess Enright Lillian Carrillo Lou Drake Hannah McCary Magnus Silva Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Benjamin Fuchs, Chelsea Thomas, Bryden Clough Logan Snyder, Meg Von Der Linden, Daniello Sinclair Jr., Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Johnson, Chris Robinson, Kristen Kane, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Wandering G-Bear, Helen Ford, Noah Miller, Superfloss, Tatiana, uh, Tatiana Clay, Danielle G. Verona, John Robinson, Katie Abe, Sean Stone, Valerie York, Scott Harrington, Dev, Jesse, uh, Stillwell. Thank you, Jesse. Katie Lee G., Rob DeVitt, Dan Bure, Nestor the Third, Dara McGrath, Louis Hernandez, Troy R., Felicia Shambari, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys.
0: Thank you so much for your love and support. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the show today. Thank you for going down a memory time with us.
1: Memories.
0: Um, about Blockbuster, I had such a great time. Thank you for your input on that. Um, if there are, if there's anything else you want to say about Blockbuster, please hit us up in uh, on our Twitter or the comments section of our stuff. I, you know, when we unlock memories they're talking about things from our past our shared past they always unlock something for somebody else so if you heard us talking today and you were like oh i remember this hit us up hit we'd love to up. hear about it love nostalgic memories yeah um happy birthday to you thank you next time the show comes out it will be after your birthday mm-hmm. so this is the last time you'll be exactly this age thank you and uh I think that's pretty much it. Dude, so the Friends and Friends, last thing I'll say, sorry. That's okay. Sorry. It's okay. The Friends and Friends Crowdwork Show is coming back. Yeah. Burbank, California, on April 11th. You can get tickets like this. You Venmo Nightcap LA. You can go on the Friends and Friends um, IG. You could hit me up if you don't get this. But I believe you Venmo Nightcap LA. 10 bucks. It's at this place called Nightcap, one of the outdoor venues, an outdoor distance. Buy your tickets in pairs. In the notes section of your Venmo, you just say the date of the show, which is April 11th. Or you can put the Friends and Friends Crowdwork Show in there so they know what it's for. 10 bucks a ticket. Buy them in pairs. We're selling 26 tickets. Everybody's spread out. We're going to have a great time bringing the Crowdwork Show back. Fun. Until then, fucking get chipped up and get trying. Jury Still Out and uh, have a great time and I can't wait to see you guys I can't wait to do comedy for you guys Light at the End of the Tunnel is here Hope you have a great week Love you so much Love you Bye, Bye.